I'm Kim. I'm Megs. Welcome to the At Woods End podcast. <laughs> We're recording. <laughs> Kittens can be real assholes. <laughs> Why are we here? What have I done? Who am I? <laughs> Who am I? I only show. Trance of dance. Salsa. <laughs> I don't know, is that even a word? Welcome back to the Atwoods End podcast. I'm Kim. And I'm Megs, and this is episode 37 of the Newlyweds Game. Today, we have a very special guest. My husband, Tilo, is here by popular demand. Hi, everyone. (laughs) I think you might be, like, our most requested guest, Tilo, because every time we post on socials asking for ideas, you always pop, like, at least a few times. So thank you for being here and graciously giving your voice to the people. Well, thank you for having me on. I've uh, I've been listening for, like, a year now, so... I can say it's an honor to be on here finally. <laughs> yeah, forcibly you been I, I actually I actually started listening three months ago. And like... What is this podcast called? Yeah. Yeah. Do you know how to spell it? Because the spelling actually when we worked with our branding photographer, I was really happy that she spelt it correctly, which is actually incorrectly, but correctly for us. She spelled it W-H-I-T-S, so I was like, good for you. <laughs> yeah, I'm glad we could make this work, because I feel like this episode has literally been in the works since we started the podcast. We definitely picked the most hectic week ever to decide to like sit down all together to record between me and Blueberry Season and Kim and her never-ending cross-Ontario road trips that she's constantly on. You know, I'm running 16 businesses and I still have to work around Kimberly's schedule. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I feel like we're really living just like opposite schedules at the moment because like my work days have actually been like very quiet. And, like, I'm able to, like, finish early and, like, I have a lot of flexibility. But then my evenings have been, like, jam-packed and then your days have been nonstop and then you're home and I'm leaving. And, like, it's just (laughs) been, like, it's been, like, a... A, a task to figure out when we're gonna record but we're here and I'm happy that we're finally sitting down to do this one yeah I feel like nobody could ever accuse you of not living your best summers eh like you you always pack them with the most curated just like everything that you do your birthday presents or presents in general <laughs> your schedule is just a, a fine tuning of different things but yeah you said it perfectly like I literally see blueberries in my sleep Does that ever happen to you guys where if you do something too long all day, then as you're going to sleep, you do that? Or is that just me? No, Tetris. Tetris. (laughs) Tetris. And also, also when you're like, it's like when you spend a day out on like a boat and you're like in the water all day and then you get into bed at night and you feel like you're being like rocked by by waves. When I played volleyball in high school, I would literally, as I was falling asleep, like jolt myself awake because I'd be spiking a ball and being like, hell yeah. And then I'm like, oh wait, what am I doing? (laughs) (laughs) So, but this is my formal invitation to all our listeners to come to my patch. Follow us on Instagram, TNT Berries. Message me, give us a call. Blueberry picking is lots of fun, and due to the absolutely no rain that we've had this year, they're super sweet. But in other news, which nobody asked, but I'm filling you guys in, I'm just getting into this baking grind. So, over the last few weeks, when I have been working, which has been mostly in the evenings, I've watched the rest of the seasons of the Great Canadian Baking Show. 
So on the schedule, we have three-day croissants, lots of shoe pastry, some more dough making for the cookbook. <laughs> and <laughs> so I've been sick for a part of this week. I'm on antibiotics now, thankfully, and feeling a lot better. I don't know if it was Hugo who got me sick or if I got Hugo sick, but we've both been dealing with that. And I'm a bit of a brat when I'm sick. <laughs> I can attest. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Well, okay, so the last two weeks, we just found out that my microphone has been backwards, and so if you guys have noticed that my sound levels have been a little weird, it's because I had the mic backwards, but this week I'm actually sick, and here we are, so... (laughs) yeah that's that's and poor little hugo has a break yeah he has this poor little wet cough and there's not much you can do for babies so he's been getting little steamers after his bath oh so what about you kim what have you been up to this past week i guess past two weeks all over the place i know i know i'm i'm excited because i'm off all next week for the most part so it'll be nice to like disconnect for a bit but this Thursday, I'm going to Lawn Summer Nights, which is, like, this lawn bowling league that Cystic Fibrosis Canada runs. <laughs> it's, like, it's so fun. Look at the random it's, like, things I'm into. In their 20... <laughs> is it, like, bocce yeah, ball? Well, bocce not... ball? Is, like, is that lawn bowling? Or yeah, it's the same it in thing. Corsica? It's a... Yeah, it's, but, like... What do you guys call it in Corsica? They had a weird name for it. I think it is bocce ball. You call it bull, maybe? Bull. Yeah. Bull, which is just... Is that the same thing? Right, okay, so... It's all the same thing. Like, lawn bowling has slightly different rules, I think, than bocce ball, but, like, it's basically identical. So, CF Canada does this, like, you can enroll teams of five people, and it's every Thursday in July. Everyone's in their, like, 20s and 30s. Like, it's sponsored by Steam Whistle and, like, a bunch of other, like, alcohol companies so you can, like, drink and lawn bowling, and (laughs) it's just, like, a great vibe. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, the final night is this Thursday, and a bunch of my friends and I are going on, like, the social tickets because you can just go to, like, hang out. And, like, we wanted to put in a team, but none of us could commit to, like, enough Thursdays. Yeah, because you guys are so busy Um, with all your funny activities. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) with our other similar like weird activities and then yeah my friend is visiting from bermuda later this week so i'm picking her up at the airport after lawn bowling um and then we're headed to niagara for our other friend's wedding on saturdays and then she's staying with me for a week so we may actually be visiting the blueberry patch so if any listeners are looking for a sign to go pick some berries this is your sign to come hang out next week yeah it'll be so much fun and this friend of kim's we actually were together in london a couple years back and we had all the fun and so yeah i hope to see you both because that would be yeah the best no i think i think we'll for sure be be visiting but okay let's get into this week's episode we're going to be playing the newlyweds game shortly and i'm very ready to (laughs) test your knowledge on each other we actually never actually played this because of covid we had everything canceled so it's not like we ever got to do any of these games associated with like getting ready for your wedding so this is this is actually the first time we're playing this. Yeah, it's funny, actually, because I think when we were planning your bridal shower, initially, there was a plan in place to, like, make Tila video record these responses, and then we were going to, like, make you try and answer them. I don't know if Tilo even knows that that was a thing, but, like, it never happened. It never happened. But anyways... Before we get into that, I do have a few questions for you both. Like, you two were the first of my friends to really get married, and I literally tell anyone that you're kind of, like, the blueprint for a great relationship. Aww. Like, I'm just, like, you're, well, like, president of the Maggie Tilo fan club. So, first off, for all our listeners, do you want to explain how you two met? Yeah, so we actually met while we were working at African Lion Safari, and uh, we were working as tour guides that summer, and uh, we had to drive, like, a bus 
uh, and a boat and like this little train. Very illegally, might I add. Like, well, we, it's private property, so you don't need any. Do you understand that loophole? Yeah. They, they allowed a bunch of twenty-year-olds to drive a bus. A bus. Yeah, like a full. <laughs> I never bus. really thought about that because that would be like a bigger license, isn't it? Technically, yeah. Like, if you yeah. want on like yeah, a it's public a bus road. license, yeah. yeah, yeah. If you yeah. want to drive on the road. <laughs> But anyway, so we, one of the first days where we were training, we ended up getting matched up on, on the boat. So we, I think we spent the day driving this pontoon boat around. Yeah. Like on their little, they have like a lake with some islands that have like monkeys on, on them. Yeah. So we, we drove the boat around and then just like chatted like the whole day. And I just remember being like, oh my God, I shared so many things with this like stranger. <laughs> the <basically>. oversharer. <laughs> Yeah, so we started dating that summer, and uh, we we had to keep it a secret from everyone <laughs> okay. at work. So oh, that's funny. I didn't know you guys had to keep it a secret at work. That's funny. Yeah, like it was. It wasn't just... so much we had to. I think we just it was didn't want to deal. Yeah, with people. didn't yeah. want to deal with the yeah. drama of yeah. Okay, well, yeah. like it's funny because the way that I explain this story is like, yeah, we met at African Lion Safari, and I thought for sure Tilo to this day adamantly says that i made him follow me on instagram which is not true <laughs> <laughs> i literally was just chatting with the because we were so not only were we paired up for that training day on the boat together but like the very first day we had orientation we were grouped together with one other person on, on the bus on the right, bus yeah. doing like a bus training yeah. day and i was just talking about instagram as one does and then I casually you have Instagram? asked, "Yeah, that's not forcing yeah. you to follow me. It's <laughs> hey, follow this great account with really engaging and fun content." But before before that, the first impression that I ever had of Tilo, we were in this like big barn the morning of this orientation, and we were about to start, and they were like, "No, no, we have to wait for two more people." And in my mind, I'm thinking like, "Who on earth would be late for orientation?" And then as I finish that thought, in walks Tilo with a friend, and I literally saw him, and I thought, oh, <laughs> imagine that. And now we're married to the baby. <laughs> oh my god, that's funny. It's funny because I remember, I remember, like, pre you guys dating, but, like, you were both working at African Lion Safari, and I remember, like, <laughs> hanging out with you, and you being like, there's this guy at work. <laughs> like... <laughs> And I remember like hearing about Tilo before before you were like dating. That's you should funny. have you should have implemented my strategy that I have now and been like elbow oh, elbow jab. He could be the sounds one. Sounds like the one. <laughs> yeah. And also to my story of Tilo being late, I have to add that this guy is ready an hour and a half before we go anywhere. So I can just imagine how stressed he was because he wasn't the one driving. Like somebody was driving him. Do you remember that? Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Were you upset that you were late? Do you remember? Yeah, probably. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, and actually in the beginning of our relationship too, Tilo was like taking his time and I was like, I don't have time for this and so sometimes i'd get really upset and be like this is it because it took him forever to like kiss me and stuff and i was like i'm over this trash and then <laughs> yeah <laughs> and then we okay. kissed and it was fine <laughs> oh my god that's funny okay follow-up question because like i said you're the blueprint so <laughs> what would you say is your biggest piece of like advice for someone who's like getting newly married and like it can be either something you've learned or like if someone else told you something when you were getting married and you were like oh i'm gonna remember that like what is it 
Okay, so it's I'm very curious to see what Tilo's answer is going to be like because with mine, I'm not even sure how this came to be, but I write this in wedding cards quite often. But my whole thing is being married consists of two horizontal lines. The one on the bottom is steadfast and never ending, and the second line, the one on top, flows up and down. And in your marriage, your love for one another, your commitment, and your promise of life and love is that bottom line. It's unyielding and it's forever consistent. But the second line, the one above, is the daily squabbles, the ups and downs that you experience together. And regardless of what happens to the top one, the bottom one is what sees you through anything. Wow. Well, that's cute. Right? I don't think you've ever told me that. <laughs> yeah, I'm literally like, the bottom line. <laughs> when we're fighting, I'm like, I still love you, but you're so annoying. It's I so mean, funny. yeah, it's... Ooh, piece of advice. I think it's... I mean, there's a lot of advice out there, obviously, but... Um, I think a big one for me is not going to bed angry. <laughs> um, and I always have to remind myself, don't sweat the small stuff. Uh, like everyone does things differently and just because they didn't do it your way doesn't mean you have to be upset about it. Yeah, I think that's a good yeah, that's one. that's a good one. Yeah. And I feel like we yeah. learned a lot too with, before we got married, we had to take, what were those classes called? Like a uh, marriage prep. Yeah, it was like course. a marriage prep course. And they talked a lot about family origin, about, you know, like, the yeah, way somebody that's... grew up or your spouse grew up is going to be so different than the way you grew up and you have to have some, like, yeah. room, I guess. Yeah, like, you can't <laughs> just, yes. like, you can't just, like, recreate the same family that you grew up in, even if you, like, wanted to And you have that. to understand that, like, they might take things completely differently than you do or how they react to things. You'd be so, su- I'm so surprised sometimes when Tila's upset. I'm like, why are you mad? This is dumb. <laughs> like, this is not something to be upset about. But same thing when I'm, like, having a nervous breakdown and he's like, huh? what (laughs) yeah yeah both very good pieces of advice my final question before we get into the newlyweds game is what is the best part of being married and once you've answered i'd like you to both remember those answers (laughs) when we start playing this because someone's inevitably going to answer something very wrong (laughs) you go first oh sorry um (laughs) Until just best, staring at me, part, which is cute. I'm sorry. I missed, uh, <laughs> uh, I'd say the best part about being married is probably the uh, constant companionship. It's that, like, bottom line, like you were talking about, is that, you know, at the end of the day, you can go home to your best friend and Aww, they can do cute. things for you. Stop. Did you read my answers? I literally I, said... I didn't. I, didn't. I literally <laughs> said that I have a never-ending sleepover with my best friend, which... Oh, that's so cute. <laughs> Aww. Yeah. Which is actually, I remember the first time Teal was like, we were talking about friends, and I was like, I don't actually know who my best friend is. I was like, I have a lot of like good friends, but like, I don't have a best friend. And Teal was like, I know who my best friend is. And I was like, oh yeah, who? Is it this person or this person? He's like, you. And I was like, huh? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, really? <laughs> we're engaged at this point, I think. I was like, <laughs> you mean that? <laughs> Oh my god, that's so, funny. Yeah. The, oh, well, very cute answers, and I like that they matched. Yeah, I'm not sure how the rest of the game's gonna go. I think it's gonna... <laughs> yeah, we'll see. <laughs> yeah, really, I'm really excited. Okay, so let's get into the game. Here are the rules. I'm gonna ask you both a question. You'll each take a turn answering it, and the other person can, like, re- chime in and respond with whether or not they agree or disagree with the answer. Okay. So my <laughs> first question is, your spouse has the day off in an empty house. How do they spend their day? Okay, without a doubt, Tila's gonna blast music to ridiculous sound levels, and then he's gonna <laughs> go downstairs to his workshop, 
And I think he would say he'd play his guitar, but he wouldn't. I think he'd be tinkering in his workshop and then watching Knife and or both tool reviews on YouTube. Yeah, that's pretty yeah. good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not clean, though. I, I think that you would wake up, make yourself a coffee and a nice big breakfast. Okay. And then I think you'd put on your favorite show that you're watching. Okay. And then I think you'd either doodle on your iPad okay or draw or do something creative and then a hundred percent there's an afternoon nap <laughs> in there somewhere what about cleaning is the house clean in this question because if it's not no clean... this is you don't have to do anything in this scenario <gasps> oh, yeah there's no obligations. house is clean you can just do whatever you want i think you're forgetting a very important trip that i would make three very important trips that i would Starbucks, make yeah, one home sense home sense <laughs> oh what's the last one come on where do i go to spend time on a rainy day Value Village. Value Village. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> okay, not bad, not bad, not bad. I, yeah, that I'm was okay. pretty good. I'm, yeah. I'm impressed. We're off to a strong start. <laughs> okay, my next question. Your spouse takes your hand and pulls you to the dance floor. They say the DJ is playing your song. What song is it? Oof. This changes quite a bit, I think, for you, my dad, <laughs> Mags. Um, I think that if it was like an upbeat, dancey one, maybe Rasputin by Bonnie M. Bonnie M. Bonnie M. And then for a slow song, I'd say probably Hem of Her Dress by First Aid Kit. Ooh. See, like, I love though. Yeah, Rasputin would definitely, like, if that comes on, my head is shaking and I'm like, yeah, that one gets me into a trance of dance for sure. Uh, <laughs> also, like, just reflecting on how many times we've managed to bring up Rasputin on this podcast. Like, it's at least every three to four it. episodes. And maybe I I should, we should learn how to play. Like, can we? No, I guess not, because there's still maybe, copyright. Maybe we should just suck it up and buy the rights to, <laughs> to Rasputin. <laughs> or, like, maybe I'll just write to the, the managers at Body M and be like, listen, we're poor, but look, it's been mentioned 97 times in 37 seven episodes that's gotta mean something right <laughs> and then <laughs> so okay for telos i uh, i don't actually know because like dance worthy versus like songs that he loves but to dance to like would you dance to the foo fighters would that get you dancing i don't know if i would dance exactly to the right fighters. what about like mamma mia i feel like you'd dance yeah mamma mia yeah I'd right yeah <laughs> telo told me that in grade 11 he had the the Mamma Mia soundtrack on his phone, and so did I. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, I got made fun of a lot for that. <laughs> it's a great soundtrack, it is, though. It is. Yeah, something so, like Abba. None of the men in that movie can sing, though. Uh, yeah, that's true. Well, Dominic Cooper's not the worst. The one They're not plays. the worst, but none of them are like, oh, like, I understand why no you No one's a Meryl Streep. No. Yeah. 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 But I don't hate Pierce Brosnan in that role. Like, he's very, like, he got a Razzie for that, but I didn't hate him in, I don't know. Not a good judge of, of like who should win awards and who shouldn't. So, yeah. but yeah, what would you say? What would you? What's what's your dance song? What's my dance song? Oh, yeah, I don't think you'd know this either. We have like a really nice like slow. I've been song. listening to a lot of. I'm gonna butcher the uh, pronunciation of the name, but Anne and my Kantorite, that German guy that does. You're German. What do you mean you're butchering the? <laughs> yeah, but it's a name. I don't know how to pronounce that name for him. As German as possible, it's, I would think. He he does a cover of. Oh, what's it called? Can't get you out of my head. Oh, I think that oh my god, on. for the Kylie Minogue song. Yeah, yeah. You need to I, listen I to I it, Kim. Hugo's obsessed with yeah. it. Yeah, Hugo oh loves it. Yeah, it's not what you expect whatsoever, and you're gonna be like, huh? What? Why? But that. it's it's quite good. Yeah. 
Yeah, okay. I'm like picturing like Oktoberfest vibes, so I need to listen. No, to it. not at all. It's like <laughs> no, it's that's nice. what gets Tilo on the dance floor. No, it's like the, <laughs> some accordion, the chicken dance. Some Bavarian. <laughs> Come on, honey. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, yeah. Well, we'll link it in the show notes so people can uh, can listen. Next question. On a scale of 1 to 10, how would you rate the very first meal your partner ever cooked for you? And, like, answer very carefully. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I would say 7.5, but don't hate me. I don't actually remember what it was other than it was in your Guelph house. And I thought... "Mm." (laughs) Other than I had a a 7.5 out of 10 experience. Yeah. No, 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 no. But here's my my thought process i was like not too bad won't be an enormous issue because i can cook but like if we had to fall back on it then we can <laughs> it would be fine it was won't probably like fajitas issue. or something yeah it was like something like yeah. yeah you had six meals in guelph that you would make yeah i did yeah yeah and, and one, one of them, them was... was a peanut butter nutella sandwich yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> i think uh, your first meal that you made me was homemade burgers yep. and sweet potato fries. Burn myself on those fries. And we had fries. it in the backyard. And yeah, it was unreal. Yeah, I would say 10 out of 10 probably. Oh, that's nice. That was, that was, a, correct, that was a correct answer. Yeah, it was good. <laughs> there was only one possible answer. I'm remembering it six years later. So <laughs> yeah. It must have been good. Yeah, yeah that's like actually impressive that you can identify exactly what the meal was too. I still have the fucking scar on my finger from where <laughs> I... I... <laughs> Because, like, at that point, I was, like, it's so funny to think how how far I've come along and, like, what stuff I have in the house. But at that point, I had just, like, a little little countertop griddle, and that's how I used to have to make my, my hamburgers. And then something I was doing with the fries, and then I just, I don't know what I did, but I burned myself. But, yeah, so there, that, that stays with me forever. Next question. <laughs> Next question. If the other person had to take one thing to a desert island, what would they take? Ooh, that's a hard question. I think that you would take either your book that you're reading right now or a sketch pad or something to draw with. Yeah. Like just something that you could occupy yourself with, I think would be the biggest yeah like i would either like how do i take my entire collection of audiobooks like the ones that i currently have in my library i was gonna I say think, ipad but it's gonna run out of battery it is gonna run out of battery so like how do i do <laughs> and, a and hard... Blau would probably have hidden the pen <laughs> somewhere and you'd get there and just be pissed but yeah no a sketch pad oh yeah yeah just to like take my time up tila would take a knife that's it yeah of course you would well yeah, yeah that's fair well, survival yeah. yeah yeah i was literally about to say survival that's not a bad idea <laughs> no, I could get by if I find a sharp rock. No, no. That's... You could burn your sketchbook after rock. for fire. Yeah, right, Kim. Those are masterpieces created <laughs> while I'm on a deserted island. Please. <laughs> That's going to buy Tilo all, his, all the knives that he wants. We'll just take each other to the deserted island. Oh, that'd be fun. Oh, oh cute. Okay. I'll stay with Hugo. Yeah. Once okay, you guys perfect. Do that. Yeah, Hugo. <laughs> okay, last question. If your spouse could spend a day in the life of someone else, who would it be? Okay. I feel like I talk about mine all the fucking time, so Tila will have it easy. I'm going to go with our cat, Watson, who does nothing all day but sleep in the most comfortable positions and then dicks around at night with Blau, which I feel like it's kind of cheating, but I feel like someone who plays with knives all day isn't a real person, so I don't actually know who you'd be, so... (laughs) 
Watson. <laughs> Who would you be? You've literally said, oh, to be Watson. Like, you, you, those have been words uttered out of your mouth. Yeah, you don't even know. I think that... If I, yeah, it would be fun to be Watson. Because oh, would, I know who I you'd be. be. I changed my mind. You'd be Clarkson from from Top Top Gear. Oh, Top Gear. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, Jeremy yeah. Clarkson. There we go. Okay, I changed my answer now that I'm looking okay. at him. Jeremy Clarkson, because he has that farm show now, and he yeah, he just he, drove cars. Probably has knives. Yeah, I can see that. Probably has yeah, I can knives. Occupy myself with something other than a knife. Yeah, but you, <laughs> you oftentimes. <laughs> You know what my sister says? Tink is like, there is no no knife in this house that isn't going to be so sharp that it slices you open. And I was like, yeah, that's the one thing that Tilo stays right on top of. <laughs> this one's this one's very easy for me, Martha yeah. Stewart. Yeah, obviously. Yeah. I have to say no more. I think. Yeah, no, I was that is like very much spot on. But I was also gonna say that I very distinctly remember in our very first episode of this podcast, we asked we had similar like fill in the blank style answers and we had a question like this and i'm pretty sure maggie you said the cat as your own answer no way i thought that it the quite and i remember i like completely thought the question was like asking what my day in life would be like if i was you and yes i was like well i'd be married to tilo <laughs> oh my god okay yeah we have to bring that up i'm gonna see if i can find the answers of that and i'll loop it into here somewhere because that's oh shit yeah okay. you fully said the cat though which is funny because you just said that for tilo but i'm pretty sure you you said Watson. i must have just stole it from him that wasn't original thinking on my end that was definitely because i've heard it <laughs> well i didn't even understand the question so you did better than me okay. but yeah so i feel like uh i did pretty well i think at this game <laughs> Um, I want to know yeah, how you, you two would do at this game because you guys talk a lot and uh, sometimes on top of each other and sometimes when you're talking I, I completely zone out and then you ask me a question and I'm like you have to repeat the last five minutes because yeah Tilo literally um, like tunes out when we're together and I'm like I don't appreciate you not engaging he's like I can't get a word in and I'm like fine go upstairs oh my god okay so i'm gonna ask you guys a couple questions now and we'll see how you guys fare at this game let's do it maybe we're better i'm ready i'm either gonna like i'm gonna crush this or it's gonna go so badly i feel like kim's (laughs) gonna be mad because some of my answers i think are a little roasty toasty marshmallows i I already know i already know there's gonna be some meanness but in a fun loving way (laughs) okay we're gonna start off with an easy one who is your co-host's celebrity crush? Oh my god, easy. Vince Vaughn. <laughs> I can't explain it for the life of me, but I know it to be a fact. <laughs> He's gettable, okay? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> to each their so own. So tall. <laughs> He's funny. He's funny. I like Vince Vaughn. Is that, do you have just one for me? Because I have a couple for you. Oh yeah, I just, Vince Vaughn like really just like came through for me. Yeah. Chris Pine's up there for me as well, but yeah, Vince Vaughn is my number right, one. Right, okay. He's just funny, and he's tall, and he just, <laughs> it works. Okay, Harry Styles, Timothy Chalamet, Pete Davidson, sickly, skinny, potentially British. <laughs> yeah, that's like pretty spot on. <laughs> sickly, skinny, nice. potentially British. <laughs> well, because like, only yeah, one no. of them is British there, but Timothy Chalamet and like, Kind of like Davidson. Yeah, there's like a general like you might be ill, but I kind of like it. Yeah, yeah. like but thin, <laughs> very thin. Yeah, long. Like really accentuate <laughs> the end of thin there. Speaking of thin, 
Your co-host asks you to grab them a treat from the store on your way home. What a transition. What do you buy? <laughs> okay, I'm rummaging through Hugo's snacks and bringing arrowroot cookies and a chai latte. <laughs> oh my god, perfect answer. Anything Hugo's eating, I'm I probably also love. Um, <laughs> my true. my answer for this though, it depends on what mood you're in. So Ooh, okay. if it's like midday and you're like mm, i want a little snack and like then i'm going for a venti cali style caramel macchiato very and a cake pop mm. from starbucks mm. which cake pop the pink one nice is that the birthday cake nice. yeah, okay that was i really just i that was a shot in the dark um <laughs> if it's if it's evening and you're like uh like i i don't know i have the longest work day and, I, and i'm coming over for dinner and like maybe i'll bring you like a couple good beers from like a craft brewery oh, okay uh something yeah. with cute labels Okay. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. But if you want like a meal, yeah. then I'm getting you a chicken teriyaki bowl. Oh, from ter- from teriyaki. Yeah. That one, so that one's good. a beef teriyaki. Beef teriyaki from Oh, from, beef, sorry. Yeah, beef yeah, teriyaki yeah, bowl. Yeah, I knew it was a teriyaki <laughs> bowl, so I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm not. Tilo's the chicken eater, I'm the okay. beef eater. What else? Okay, for you. Hold on. If we're going to expand this, huh, something with tofu maybe. <laughs> yeah, Kim's into this new thing. Oh. She's very this healthy. new thing. <laughs> she's very healthy. Well, she's been on a journey of yes. of her wellness and her health when it comes to food for the last like two years. Okay, so what else? What else? You're not that big of a donut girl, but you, I think you can eat a donut if it looks nice and it's the particular types of flavors, <laughs> like a little Dunkaroo yeah. nonsense or some sort of yeah, yeah. Anything like baked that like and a like, croissant? Would you, are you croissant girl? Yeah. I think so, oh, right? Would you like croissant. Yeah. Oh, oh, croissant with some butter and jam, some sort of raspberry jam. Yeah, okay, yeah? I can get behind okay. that. All right, yeah. Wow. Okay. All right. Next question. Would you describe your co-host as a pessimist, an optimist, or a realist? I would say you're an optimist. <laughs> I think you. I. No, like, because I think you have such a good like shoot for the moon attitude about things and like always seem to like just move so confidently in like the decisions you make and stuff and like it's it's actually something like i really admire about you Stop, because you're always so just nice. like this is happening and there's no doubt on whether that thing is possible <laughs> and it's like a contagious attitude that like my your answer for me is probably not gonna be this so is, like no i'm laughing because my response to this is to her demise and optimists you're like it's fine it's gonna work out it's gonna be good and it takes a lot for me to get you to be like fuck this shit or like <laughs> 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 oh my god, that's funny. That so funny. I thought you were gonna say I was a realist. Do you want to be a realist? So too, yeah. I I I only thought about it from the perspective of like what like I think of like us talking about this podcast even. Yeah. And you're like, oh, when we have a million listeners, and I'm like, <laughs> maybe one person will listen to us. Like <laughs> we we like, but I feel like you and I balance each other quite well that yeah. way. Maybe we're both optimist and realist in like different kind of areas of life and so it like balances because yeah I guess in some ways I can be optimistic but in some ways I can be like "Mm, I'll believe it when I see it yeah okay okay yes in that I guess I guess it it depends on what we're actually talking about because there are certain aspects of different things that you're like it's not happening and you're even a pet you dare dare do you even dip into the pessimist on a few topics but when I think of optimist, I think of it as 
it's an avoidance of conflict which you don't love and so if you're just optimistic that it's gonna work out and that this is gonna happen like this it's all gonna be fine yeah that you avoid a certain amount of of conflict even with yourself or with others or so but like in the best way possible but you bring me up so i can get behind that yeah okay i can get behind that i love us okay okay (laughs) next question if your co-host was an emoji which one would they be? Oh, this is so easy. The cartwheel emoji with the three, like, <laughs> mid-cartwheel. Yeah. That's Kimberly Ann yeah. Hutchings, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. That's my favorite emoji. Yeah. I use it for, like, so many things. And some people are like, I don't get it. I'm like, you don't need to Idiot. get it. It's just like, wee! Like, it's me being like, hee hee. Like, don't care. Cartwheeling away. But you never uh, say hee hee. So. <laughs> I said wee. <laughs> To clarify. No, you said we, and then you said hee hee. So he's pointing okay. out your okay. laugh sounds like a hee hee sometimes. You'll be like hee 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 hee. Okay, my answer for you, and like I'm not sure if I can explain this properly, <laughs> but you'd be the little fencer emoji, like the sword fighting. <laughs> and like I feel like you need to be you're just like you always have so much on your plate and you have like so much like anticipating and maneuvering through like life and you're always just like kind of dodging and twirling your way through the day oh that's cool that's a good one and like yeah I feel like you have that similar energy and I also feel like like I said in my last response I feel like you like know what you want to accomplish and you're like I'm gonna do this and like nobody's gonna get my way and you're very like a loyal defender of all stop Kim I'm too sick for this I'm gonna cry (laughs) I feel like I feel like you're the sword fighter but like as a cop out answer also the gardener yeah oh that's a good one too okay cute cute (laughs) aw that's crying. (laughs) do you need a minute no I won't be able to talk if I start crying that's so nice because when I get sick I'm very much like I will never do anything again I set too many goals like I'm not gonna hit my own deadline and I'm just coming out of being sick now so like that's what I needed I'm so busy already tomorrow in my head and I love it and (laughs) thank you that cleansed me (laughs) that cleansed me Okay. that was the antibiotics I needed to our last question if your okay. co-host was on a reality show, which one would it be? Okay. Uh, that one on Netflix where they did the enormous elaborate flower arrangements. I think <gasps> it was called the Big Flower Fight. Yeah, yeah. Um, that was a get, good one. I, I, I think that. you'd get to the final presentation and the, you'd be like, here's my recreation of the Statue of David. It's entirely made of lilacs <laughs> and there's a full Italian tasting menu with a bottle of wine from the 1500s. And they'd just like be like, sure, we didn't we didn't need all of this, just, but like, <laughs> we're just going to give you the prize. <laughs> That's such so, a like, good one. <laughs> Yeah, that or blown away because I feel like you would very much like take glass blowing to a competition level if you got into it. So like, I'm literally watching. If you were on blown away, why? I, I think you would because I can't yourself. see. Yeah, maybe. No, no, that's those are. I love the big flower fight. That was so good. I felt like there was weaknesses in that show, which maybe if I were on it, then I would help to try to fix because. Th- there were some issues with it that I personally thought. But I'm literally watching Blown Away because the new season just came out and I've thought about it. So you're bang on. Um, for you, I would say Below Deck or can I say Love Island, but not actually. Yeah, I, I knew you were going to say Love Island. <laughs> I knew you. I was both of those in a heartbeat put me on. But Below Deck probably be more so... than Love Island because I don't think you could handle the British nonsense of what's, Love Island. What's Below Deck? 
What is that one? It's like um they it's like follows like super yacht crew, so like deckhands and stewardesses oh, yes. on on you were super yachts. About that. Yeah, and I yeah. literally was like yeah. we were talking about it the other day, and she was like. She's like, yeah, like, I would love that. And I was like, to have the boat. And she's like, no, to be down there. And I'm like, what? <laughs> Doing chores on a boat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, if I got to have the, again, realist, I just, how am I going to get on the boat? I'm going to have to be a deckhand. So but what, yeah, you're going to rise the ranks from deckhand to owner? To just be on I a big like boat? You get yeah. seasick, though. You look I, like a guy who gets seasick. I feel like <laughs> you look like a guy who gets. I have sea legs. No evidence. <laughs> I do. Yeah. Yeah. I do. Yeah. I think the. I feel the, like okay. <laughs> I feel like I would love like it. The me inside was like yeah, I could totally be on Love Island, but like the amount of like PDA involved in being on Love oh, Island, so I think, I think would like overwhelm would me. But like playing the game. I like I I would be popular in the villa. I know. <laughs> I feel like I would do well in Squid Game too if it wasn't for like real death. <laughs> I for getting murdered. No, like yeah, like avoid all the death, but like make it into a show. I feel like all yeah. those challenges, I could have done well. I think I'm sure everybody thought that they looked easy as fuck. So like, that's where I stand. Like not death. I can't. No death. No dying. I'd like to stress. <laughs> no one's dying in this envisioning of this uh <laughs> oh i think kim you'd also do well on the on the great canadian baking show like do oh, you think you yes. have the chops for I it i think both of you would be hilarious <gasps> on that show can you imagine both on it fun. we would be so good people think we would yeah we would be we would unstoppable be so good. i think kim would yeah. just measure and i would throw ingredients at her and be like this is what we're doing and we'd go big yeah. and that's we bring we go big i bring we'd the raw big. kim puts it all together (laughs) yeah we'd be like that that one guy on i think it was the canadian one when he he built the full like greenhouse and it had like electrical lighting and yeah but it was like all made of cookies we'd be like that that level Mm -hmm. yeah that's yeah i love that that. i'm gonna email them be like couple baking or like partner (laughs) baking no like partner baking partner baking yeah 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 lots of fun yeah that would be fun okay I think that about wraps up this segment. So, Maggie, do you want to say it? Yeah, okay. So, we're now on to the Philobot. <laughs> it changes every week, I think. Okay. So, today's Philomath comes from a study conducted at the University of Rochester in 2014. And the headline reads, a new study finds that watching and discussing movies about relationships is as effective in lowering divorce rates as other more intensive early marriage counseling programs. What? What? Yeah. So researchers report that uh, discussing five movies about relationships over a month could cut the three-year divorce rate for newlyweds in half. The study involving 174 couples is the first long-term investigation to compare different types of early marriage intervention programs. The findings show that an inexpensive, fun, and relatively simple movie and talk approach can be just as effective as other more intensive therapist-led methods, reducing the divorce rate, the divorce or separation rate from 24 to 11% after three what? years. Oh my yeah, god. Yeah, isn't that crazy? So the study's participants were given a list of 47 movies to choose from and asked to watch one a week over the course of a month followed by 45 minutes discussing their thoughts on the relationships in the movies and, like, making comparisons to their own. Right, the right, three right. Other gr- the, so the three other groups were either given conflict management training, compassion and acceptance trainings, which is, like, kind of, like, active listening yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
and no training at all. Like, there was a control group. And then, so the first two groups took twice as much time to work through their respective approaches as the ones that just watched these movies. Discussing relationship movies, it turns out, was just as effective as the more intensive skill building programs, with the results suggesting many couples already possess relationship skills. They just need reminders to put them into practice. <gasps> so if you're looking for a cheap, fun way to get to connect with your partner and build your relationship, perhaps it's as simple as sitting down for a movie night, unless you're Maggie and I, and then it will surely end in a fight. <laughs> <laughs> or unless you're oh, me and you bravo. fall asleep. Yeah, Teal falls asleep during yeah. movies. So yeah. <laughs> Oh my gosh, what a perfect tie-in. I love that. We're actually watching Every Everybody Loves Raymond right now. Yeah. Which, like, Kim, have you watched any of it? <laughs> it was, like, 2002. Yes, okay, okay, it's back out on Netflix, okay? And we just needed, like, a casual... I can't stand this. this okay, what cool new show are you watching that only has four episodes in the next four will come out in nine just, years? Like, huh? What are you watching right now? You, yeah. What am I watching yeah. right now? Yeah, I just finished right Stranger Things. Oh yeah, and... how 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 cliche. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually not really watching anything at the moment. Yeah, well maybe you should watch Everybody Loves Raymond. <laughs> 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 so, a lot of those rom com movies too, though they like they make they have jokes a conflict. About it. No, but like yeah. they have conflict and then they overcome it because they love each other. Yeah, but it's usually about communication. Mm-hmm. But the reason I'm bringing up Everyone Loves Raymond or Everybody Loves Raymond is because I like their relationship together. Which is actually really cute, and I love that they struggle with in-laws because I feel like that yeah. hits home. <laughs> I think I think everyone struggles with in-laws. That's true. That's true. There needs to be more shows about that, in regards to like, because I feel like a lot of TV shows that that everyone loves Raymond or everybody loves Raymond really stress like the in-laws more than like that's such because a they prevalent were the street, weren't they? Yeah, right. Yeah. So that's such yeah. a prevalent part, and I think that just maneuvering that is something like even with all my friends, like not saying like. I love my in-laws, Tila loves my mom, like, we have great relationships across the board, but it's just, some, like, such a new thing to explore, and it's after mm-hmm. you get married, so not only are you learning how to have this relationship with your, your spouse in this new way, but you're also learning how to have a new relationship with their family as well, so yeah. Yeah. love everybody loves Raymond for that, so, yep, yep, yep. Tilo, thank you for sitting down with us. We had to pay Nanny yeah. for an extra yeah. hour today. Thanks for having me. <laughs> oh my god, this was so fun though. It I'm was. I'm really glad we actually did this. Yeah. And if anybody is listening on Apple Podcasts and wants to leave us a rating or review, or if you're listening on Spotify Mobile and you want to leave us a rating, or if you're not already following us on Instagram, you can find us at, at Woods End Podcast. And until next time, bye. Bye. Bye.